Goodbye diets and hello sustainable health. I'm Elise, dietitian and nutritionist based in the Silicon Valley. I believe that we all deserve an effortless relationship with food without obsession. You're eating again? What an abrasive question. Have you heard this question come up recently from family or friends? The reason I bring this up is during the holidays, and especially when the kitchen is super stocked around this time of year, it's really easy to mosey back and forth and go into the kitchen for an extra snack or an extra treat, especially when all the good treats are happening right now. And when your parents know you have an issue or when your friends know you have an issue with food and you know you have an issue with food and everyone is in on it, that question can come across really abrasive, even though they're coming from a really good place and trying to check in as best as they can. I remember when I first heard that question, it was back in middle school where I was so, so, so hungry. So back then, I was an awkward middle schooler. I was doing track and field. I thought I could run. I came in dead last every single meet. I was forced to take swimming that semester because that was part of the PE curriculum. And to pass, we had to tread water for 20 minutes. And mind you, I started off only able to tread for 30 seconds at a time. So for me, as a scrawny, awkward teenager, to go from 30 seconds to 20 minutes, it just was the most physical activity I had ever done in my entire life. Plus, on weekends, I did ballet. The combination of training for my 100-meter dash every day after school with treading water for an eternity, it felt like, and ballet, my stomach felt like a black hole. So every day after school, I would come home ravenous. So I'd go into the cupboards. I would find what was there. Usually it was like these shelled peanuts, and I would just deshell them and continue to eat them. And then I would be still hungry, and I would in between be eating, I think, cookies or maybe fruit. It just felt like I was so hungry. And then by the time dinner rolled around, I would eat dinner too. Even though I I wasn't hungry for dinner at that point, I had eaten so many snacks, I still sat down for dinner, ate that, and then later on, I probably had more. All that to say, every day I came home from school, my mom would just look at me and and watch me as I ate my snacks. And the first one, she didn't make a comment. The second one, though, she would say something like, you know, dinner is coming up soon. Do you really need that? Or, oh, you're eating again. As someone who is more sensitive about that question always felt so judgmental. It always made me feel really bad about myself. And you might be able to relate. Anytime someone asks you that question, you probably feel like you shouldn't be doing it. And when you shouldn't be doing something, it evokes a little bit of shame. And so the next time I would just kind of hide the snack and ate it without my parents watching me. Fast forward um, in high school when I actually had more of an issue with food, everything I did felt like it was being judged. When I was in high school and started to really restrict every little morsel of food, they didn't say anything. If anything, they praised me for looking thin or being prettier because I was thin. But then once my body couldn't take it anymore and I began to binge eat, they would be so judgmental. 
every time I ate after dinner and continued to eat, my mom would say, oh, you're eating again. And I just remember how annoyed I was hearing that question over and over and over again. It was like I couldn't do anything right. When I was restricting, it was okay. And then when I was trying to restore my relationship with food, but also, you know, I couldn't help but binge. That was super frowned upon. And so then I would feel the inclination to restrict again, but then it just was teetering on extremes all the time. So literally no one really knew what was happening and every little micro adjustment I would try and make with my food, the good went unnoticed. And what ended up happening was they would just remark on things that weren't helpful. So I think a lot of us want positive feedback on the things that we're trying to do, right? Like, oh, look, I'm trying to eat consistently today, or oh, I'm trying to experiment with X, Y, and Z today. That gets unnoticed. What they notice are your slip-ups, or what they notice is when you're having a really tough time with food, and they'll remark on that. If you're finding that to be the case, I would just highly recommend you tell your friends and family what you want to be acknowledged for. Maybe you want them to acknowledge that you're trying to have a healthy relationship with food. Maybe you want to let them in on the know of these are X, Y, and Z things that I'm trying to do this week or today. And it'd be really helpful if you commented on those. And if you see something else outside of that, Just keep it to yourself. If you see me doing the things I'm doing that I'm telling you I have the intention of doing, comment. Otherwise, don't. That could be one strategy. But also, I know with family dinners and holiday meals in general, I feel like some people are hyper aware of what you're doing, especially if you are known to have had an issue with food in the past. So... All I can say is know that they're not trying to sabotage you. Know that the judgment isn't necessarily coming from a bad place. They just don't know what you're trying to do. They just don't know what you're trying to accomplish. And if it rubs you the wrong way, if they're telling you to have seconds or if you're telling you to not have seconds, they will never know. So don't let that get to you. Just know that if you eat too little, they're going to make a remark. If you eat too much, they're going to make a remark. This happens with so many of my clients. You can't do anything right. So for a moment, if you can just think about yourself, right? How do you want to handle a family dinner? How would you like to eat that meal and the dessert? What would be best case scenario for you? And don't let the judgment get to you. And you know what? Some days you're probably going to end up trying something different. You might try eating based on a new time schedule. You might try to incorporate breakfast instead of skipping it. You might try adding a snack or taking away a snack. During this intuitive eating journey, I'm sure you're going to try and tinker with a lot of different things before you find your normal and before you find your own balance. So... (laughs) If you're going to try something and you want people to know what you're trying, let them in the know. If it's too exhausting to keep everyone in the know, just don't worry about them. Just maybe say, I I would rather you not comment on anything with food right now. I'm trying a lot of new things. I'm going to find my rhythm over time. So if you can, keep remarks and judgments to yourself for now until I figure it out. That is my 
best sort of advice because I know as a kid in a household where my food was controlled by my parents, I didn't even say that. I didn't, I didn't set my boundary. And so I just kind of got swayed with every comment they made and I would just feel bad. And so don't, don't let yourself get into that situation. Stand your ground and set your boundary. And hopefully at your next family meal together or your next holiday dinner, you feel a little bit better and maybe they'll make a few less remarks. I just know how tough this time of year is. So you'll get through it. This isn't my favorite time of year either. Um, I know there's a lot of family issues for certain people. There's food issues. There's a lot of good, but there's also a lot of unrest with this stuff. If anything, this really tests you and your ability to stay calm. The purpose of this episode is to let you know that you're not alone. There's always going to be judgment. And until you feel really good about food, until you feel really calm and at peace with food, the judgment will get to you. But the moment that you feel really strong and confident about your relationship with food, no judgment is going to get in the way. I promise. Fast forward to today, someone can judge me all they want and remark all they want about my food intake and it doesn't matter. Yeah, I had maybe a second slice of pie and someone might say, oh, wow, you're going to eat a second slice doesn't bother me. If I want a second slice, I will happily have a second slice because I know my body really well and I know that the second slice will ultimately serve me. Just know that if you feel more confident about your food decisions, if the judgment of others doesn't get you down as much, you know you're on the right path. So I have full faith that you're going to get there. You're going to feel really strong in your food decisions one day because I've seen it happen over and over again with my clients and in myself. So you're going to get there. And I wanted to do a shout out today. Someone left the most lovely comment on the podcast. So I'm going to read it out to you because this is so sweet. And this is exactly why I make this podcast every week. Sometimes I feel like I'm talking into a void. But when I see a comment on my podcast like this, it just makes me so happy. She said, this is life changing. Elise is so wonderful and her insightful podcast always helps me with exactly what I'm thinking and feeling. Her program is a game changer and her podcast is absolutely amazing. I am so grateful. So thank you to Bells763848. That was so, so, so sweet. And I have a feeling that the program that she's talking about is either my private coaching or the course that I launched last month, the 30 Days to Binge and Body Freedom course. The course just wrapped last week and I had so much fun with it. I took my course takers on an entire journey, just like how I would with my private coaching clients, where we start off with reflecting and processing through their food and body story. Then we dove into body image first because I have a feeling that you all went into dieting and changing your food because you wanted to lose weight. When we start to feel more at peace with our bodies, that's when the food becomes easy, just naturally. And so that's why we do body image first. And then our third week, we dove into uh, intuitive eating and how to make peace with food, specifically around trigger foods and guilt. And then finally, we went into binge eating 
and how to create the circumstance so that you prevent binges in the first place. And so by the end of the four weeks, these four modules basically tie together so that you get everything that you need all condensed into 30 days. And this is stuff that I do with my clients for months on end, but I've condensed it into one 30-day course. And just a little sneak peek, I'm going to relaunch this course in Jan of 2022, so in the new year. DM me course if it's something that you're interested in and I can get you on the wait list. And with that, thank you all again for leaving a rating and review on the podcast app, the purple one. And I will read more of these as they come in. And until next time, we will get through the holidays together. Hope you have a great week and I'll talk to you all next week.